0: From DS Media Studios in Tema, Ghana, this is Two Peswas. Two Peswas is a weekly podcast where we cover a range of topics, from buzzing media headlines to music to highlights from the week. Each episode is co-hosted by myself, Peaches, and Eddie.
1: Hello, folks, and welcome to episode twenty.
0: The doomed um, episode. AKA, the... AKA lost, found, chopped, and re-recorded. <laughs> we're so sorry. We have to apologize. We're so sorry. Honestly, it's been a cause. What is a comedy of errors, as they say. Yeah. Um, where, where it's, it's, um, I um, We're both Really embarrassed That yeah, it's took Three weeks mm. And of having And having to make To tell you guys Each week well, We're really sorry We're really sorry We're really sorry It's just not how we're built Yeah We
1: don't work like that We
0: don't work like that And Basically we're really we're sorry, Really sorry guys. And thank you for Hanging in there And for being patient With us yeah. And, um, you know, I hope this won't happen again. It won't
1: happen. I was just going to say, it won't happen again. This is
0: not a politician's promise. This <laughs> is a real... real two-pestless promise. De- <laughs> a 2 p promise. Yes. Yeah, so. It won't happen again. Absolutely not. Uh, we're back in action. Yep, yep. Says she's back behind the ones mm, and twos. twos.
1: Exactly. So everything's so, going to be
0: perfect. <laughs> yes. And I think we're ready to roll.
1: Okay. And with that, let me just get in, into the news, yep. right? Yep. Okay. okay. So the other day on Twitter, I saw a tweet about how somebody said, oh, black don't crack and Mm. that it's all good and everything, but then our our leaders are refusing to die. So it was obviously said sort of in jest and all that. But the fact is that a lot of the African leaders, uh, African presidents on the continent are really, really old.
0: And do refuse to, I mean, maybe not die, but just go away. Exactly. Basically step off. That's and it. also, you know how they say Africa has is the youngest continent? I'm just... I'm just oh, part never of mind. Okay, go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. Sorry, so, I'm interrupting.
1: No, no problem. So I went and then dug up a bit of, of data, uh, articles on the ages of, of some of these old presidents. <laughs> so the first one was Paul Bia of Cameroon. He's 85 and he's been president for 36 years. And he's seeking another seven-year t- term. I mean, what is what, what exactly is he... Not just seeking, he? he
0: won, you know. Yeah, he won, and he's uh, oh, he he's won. Now. Yeah, they had the election; he won. It's it's, it's such a disgrace. What really. like what does what do you want like as a, as a president?
1: What do you want that you have to stay in term for, for thirty six years? It's just power, drunkenness,
0: and money, really. At this point.
1: and at the moment, Cameroon is. The, I know there are conflicts with the, the anglophone. Yes, come, anglophone and, I mean it's, it's beyond or, the conflict. It's, it's like a
0: genocide. At houses
1: this point. are being tanned, People are being killed. People are hiding in forests. Mm-hmm. It's so ridiculous. You know, and I felt I feel like a a new leader would have been able to say, Oh, this is a problem. This is something we need to tackle right now. I mean, but how can
0: this man take any Cameroon into a technological era? I bet you he listen, cannot even use a smartphone, much less a. It's co- it's 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 a disaster.
1: And then there is Teodoro. Of mm, Isidore, Equatorial, Guinea. Guinea, and he's been in power for 39 years now. I'm sure you've heard all you've heard stories about him. The U.S. authorities have filed to seize his homes. I know his, his, his son, son as yes, well is wild like, Michael Jackson memorabilia. He's got a yacht, he's got so many he used things. To date Eve, I hear when they give out contracts, it's giving to his wife and then she gives it to the, the son. It's all a, a whole bunch of corrupt people there. There is Yoweri Museveni, mm. 74. He's been in power That's since 1986. Uganda, right? Uganda, yes.
0: I think he recently got re-elected as well. I say re-elected in quotes. Obviously, at this point. I don't think
1: it's anything fair. I I, I don't know. I don't know. Because after probably all, you've wrecked. been
0: entrenched for three decades. Is there anyone in the government that isn't one of your cronies? No.
1: Exactly. There's no, no, and there's point? no way
0: they're going to let anybody
1: else. Exactly. Even four room.
0: years, the amount of damage someone can do and place their people yep, for. Yep. Much less 30 that's and, it, you
1: know. And you know, this is a lost case anyway. When when you West, when President can Kanye West goes to Uganda, hmm. you know that now nah, this is not <laughs> happening. And the list goes on. You've got Bwari, seventy five, a man who seems to be quite frail and constantly but ill. Refuses refuses to go. We've got our own Akuffo who is seventy three, mm-hmm. and the grandpa of all presidents is Beji Said Essepsi of Tunisia, at a whopping. Ninety-two years. You are joking. I'm not. Jo- I couldn't believe it. What is he looking for? Isn't it time for him to sort of enjoy the rest you know, of his life his, at you this know, point?
0: Mashed yams and <laughs> whatever, and watch some television and take his naps. I'm, he's probably doing that anyway. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Dozing off when you
1: know it's 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 appalling. And the question is, are we more inclined to choose presidents that are older because of our culture of, Mm. you know, in in quotes, I put it obviously, respecting our elders. Elders come
0: with wisdom. Exactly, that older
1: folks are wiser, more intelligent, and they've (laughs) seen the world. But then you and I both know that that's not the case. The fact that somebody is older than you doesn't necessarily mean that they're wiser than you. And I don't want to be labeled as ageist, but the fact is that a lot of these people who have been in power have been in power for a long time, and they've not really done anything successful with their countries. Exactly. So there's no way you can tell me that, okay, its it wouldn't be a good
0: thing to actually look for somebody who's a bit more dynamic. And even learning something new, you get stuck in a rut. Profe- even a professional, you just become yeah. kind of on an automated cycle. You, you don't don't. When would this any of these presidents have time to learn about New developments, new technologies, even new they forms won't. of trade or whatever—they're they just stuck in their same. How they came on, you know, in in nineteen forty, whatever, is mm. <laughs> just what they're sticking with, you know. Yeah, and then people's
1: argument is that oh, maybe four years is not enough time for a ruling party to actually make a change. But then look at these pe- these other people who have been in in power for 36, 39 years. What have they done? Mm-hmm. They haven't really done anything. So that's that's not a an argument. And um, I just wish that this, this, these old fogies would just go away, give the chance to somebody else, somebody who's a bit more dynamic. On a continent where the median age is 19.4 you years, see. we really don't need
0: old people who cannot relate to the kind of problems or who can relate to the changes that, mm-hmm. that, have, that have gone on. Because when know? you think about it, somebody who is literally twice the median age is 40 years old, but... They, I can just see now. They're like, oh, this small boy or small girl. Exactly. What can you bring, exactly. and what can you, you know?
1: Exactly. And I was just going to give a really oversimplified example. Let's say that back in the day, when these people were much younger, they didn't have problems with employment, for example. Mm-hmm. So in a way, they can't really relate to the fact that oh, people are crying about unemployment because in their days it wasn't like that. So they really can't see why people are, you know. I mean, like I said, it's a bit oversimplified. Plus, but it's they've not been the relate- out of
0: touch with you know, the day-to-day struggles to make money because they've been now extremely wealthy for decades. That's the thing. They're filling so their pockets. So do they know what inflation even feels like? Absolutely. Not. So you that you're whining, they're like, oh, just toughen up. Exactly. In my day, do you, you know? know That's that exactly of- the thing. Exactly. <laughs> In my day, we did it like this and things were fine.
1: But things have changed. So what I want to say is that I think our continent is ready for fresh-faced, dynamic, incorruptible people to transform this nation leaders who care about cleanliness about pollution about health about our country and 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 and, 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 and. yes so, it's a really... so let's i mean let's let's get some young people in all these old people they can go retire spend some time with their grandkids or whatever it is that they do
0: you, you know? know we keep getting held hostage and it's, it's, it's not it's... right
1: I, I keep know? saying our policy, they really don't care about us. You can't tell me anything different. If they did, I keep coming back to the motorway issue, the tema, Accra motorway. Mm. is dark at night. I used to wonder why people would put on their hazard lights or uh, fog lights. Exactly. Why they'd put it on, you know? Why they'd keep it on. And But then, have you ever driven at night? Well, they
0: unfortunately, it's I
1: ridiculous. have. It's ridiculous. It's
0: so, so, so ridiculous, you know? So, um... Yeah, so basically, that's a very pertinent and important topic.
1: Yeah, so I think we, we need fresh-faced leaders. That, that's, that's the way it should be. Yes, so, that, so that's, thank you for yeah, that Yeah, that's my in the news. Okay. Yeah, all
0: right, then. Okay, so right. on to my in the news. Mm-hmm. Now. now, it's um, a couple of weeks ago, maybe two or three weeks ago, there was a headline that read, the University of Professional Studies dismisses three lecturers for inappropriate sexual conduct with some female students. Mm -hmm. So, according to reports, two of the lecturers had had multiple sexual encounters with the same student, okay? Mm -hmm. And she got pregnant twice. Now, this is actually how the incident came to light because Mm -hmm. apparently with with the first pregnancy, she told her lecturer and he took her or paid for her to get an abortion. But then the second pregnancy, I guess she felt nervous or she didn't know how to tell him Mm. again, even though, you know, if you've been sleeping with someone unprotected Mm. and they come up pregnant, it's like why should they be angry? Weren't you there? That's the thing. Not You're using like, condoms. Two of you. <laughs> anyway, so she didn't want to tell him about the second one. So she told a friend, a male friend of hers, who apparently was a pharmacy student or something like that. So mm. she thought he was well, a medical professional. Oh. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> so he went to procure some medicine for her, which she took, mm-hmm. and then almost bled to death. Yeah, so they yeah, had yeah. to take her to the hospital, da-da-da. And then that's how it came out that not only she's pregnant; she's pregnant for her one of her lectures. lectures. Mm. And so, with the third student now, well, the third lecturer. Apparently, he had been continually harassing a student for sex, and was threatening to fail her because she was continually spurning his advances. This happens
1: way too often. Listen,
0: <sighs> so she just went and reported him to the administration. You know, because she was she was basically tired mm. of him. You know, and the most annoying part of this whole, the most frustrating element of this entire story now is that all three of the lecturers that were dismissed have gone and sought lawyers and are, you know, contesting their dismissal. <laughs> and it's like this really? level of shamelessness. Look at um, Christine Yantichi. Apparently, he says he's suing or whatever.
1: He should sue you unless he... <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, he should spend the last of the money he's stolen with ex- paying expensive lawyers and he'll lose again and then he'll be destitute and then he's talking about un- thanking Ghanians for who which, which people were supporting him for <laughs> Ghan- who, who. <laughs> anyway let me not sidetrack side so anyway back to this you know it is such a common thing using sex holding sex over women's heads and using it to threaten them, Mm -hmm. to abuse them Mm -hmm. in various settings. And, and, you know, we all know, thank you, professionally that it's the most common thing. You go, you apply for a job, you can be as qualified as you need to be, but boss will say, well... What can you do for me? What can you do? Mm -hmm. I'm going to do something Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. What are you you going to do do for me? me. Looking at you suggestively. Thank you. (laughs) And then, of course, you have to go home and weigh, is my dignity... Worth me sitting here starving, literally, you know. And then you make that hard decision, and there will be the same people turn around and call your prostitute. prostitute. That's, the, that's the thing, though. you know. That's well, what this. Oh, she sleeps for jobs. As blah, if blah, they, as they do not person. know the circumstances under which you had to do it. You were basically strong-armed. You were pushed into a corner to do so. You know, probably. You have your parents trying to depend on you, or whatever. You have so many responsibilities and obligations. Mm-hmm. And so you go home, and you cry, and you convince yourself that, you know, it's not, let, mm, let me just do it after to, all. I've, I've all. had mm-hmm. sex before. Mm-hmm. Well, how no, bad no, can no, it you be? To justify this that. Like that. You know? you know and it's not right and it's not right and every time a, a scenario like this would come to light they'd go ahead and blame the woman, woman and always, not the man always, that is oh literally boy. blackmailing you i mean that is illegal obviously it should make it a crime to be honest it's some of these un, things it's highly unethical and it should it should be one illegal and yes there should be punitive mm. repercussions for doing so we should jail. be able to jail time one time and um, potential employers like this yep. to someone that you're trying to solicit sex in exchange for work. That's why we have an entire Me Too movement. It's been happening over and over in every industry. It's and it's not dangerous. right. We, they assume that you don't mind or something. Of course you mind. Do mind. Of course
1: you mind. And even situations you have situations, I've talked about this, where you go to a job and they start asking you irrelevant
0: questions. A very you have personal, press exactly. How is that anybody It's happened concerned? to me so many times, Honestly, Why? What and because that of to do that, I ended up working for my parents rather than... <sighs> Having to deal with these letters seeming like you can tell the energy is wrong. You so come in your little suit with mm, your resume. Mm. And they look through. Oh, very nice, very impressive. Mm, hey, very very okay. Girl. Okay. Mm. Hey, hey. So hey, hmm. how I th- like? What's your? What are you up to in life? Are you married? <laughs> yeah, yeah. why? not? Mm. Nice girl like you. Oh, why? Why? <laughs> and I'm like, so the job. What? How would you? You know, it's like, oh. Come and meet me in the e tomorrow in the evening. Well, let's let's say at the a move and pick at seven o'clock. You're like, why? Huh, what what's taking place at the? It's not a lunch meeting. It's dinner. Why am I having dinner with you <sighs> when I want to discuss what? What are you discussing? haven't just discuss discussing office. it here. You see, it's too. It's too, it's bad. It's terrible. It's you know. It, it's another way of holding women down. Honestly, you know and. It's disgusting, and it's if it's happening in your school, and you know that because you know Reports, again, then. flashing back, we all knew the teachers that were like creeps. Mm-hmm, you know, we mm-hmm. knew them. Oh yes, we can name them. But yes, <laughs> not, today. not today. One day when I'm in the mood, <laughs> name and shame. At every stage, starting mm-hmm. way back, every you know, you know that there's some class five teacher that mm-hmm. Hmm, mm-hmm. you better evacuate yeah. if he's in the classroom and it's you alone and you're no. I mean, what's what huh. is that? What is that?
1: And They got away with these, they things. did. And
0: SSS forget that one, yes, it's normal, like they're like, Oh, but you're of age now, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's disgusting, it's disgusting, it's unethical. Even at the university level, you can see the clear conflict of interest. Even if you pretend mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it's mutually consensual, it can't still, possibly still, be, it be if this person is responsible for giving for you grades, grade? yeah, it yeah, just yeah. can't be, you know. So, anyway, that's my in the news this week. Um, I hope we find a way to curb this because we need to nip it in the bud as Absolutely. soon as possible. Absolutely. All right.
1: So on to my songs of the week. I've got two for you today. The first one is from Tarus Riley. Oh. Um, if you you the, the, the most famous or his most popular song, husband she's royal she's royal Ro- yeah that one i think so everybody royal. knows <laughs> no. but the song that yeah feel like singing here in the background <laughs> while, I, while I i'm i giving you the background
0: track
1: <laughs> yeah so and this but the song that i want to talk about is pick up the pieces it's a beautiful song ta- talking about like heartbreak and all those you know, things. pick up the pieces by tarot's Riley. beautiful song go check it out the second song is a song called "Pattern" by the Last Shadow Puppets, hey. and the Last <laughs> <laughs> the Last Shadow Puppets are an alternative, I guess, rock group. And uh, this this song is from the album "Everything You've Come to Expect." It's all it came out in two thousand and oh, I don't remember two thousand sixteen, I think, or seventeen. I'm not too sure. It's a great, great, great album. Their first album was called The Age of the Understatement, and even if you don't like sort of alternative music, you go listen to it. I think you they will like from? it. they are British. British, they're from the UK, yeah. So they're British, and uh, great, great, great musicians. Very, very beautiful songs. Both albums are really, really good. So go check out. of them. So go check out Pattern by The Last Shadow Puppets and Pick Up the Pieces by Tara's Riley. Awesome. <laughs> oh, and one thing, oh, if yeah. you've yeah, if you've ever listened to the Arctic monkeys, they're also I think Oh awesome. god, I love them. Yeah, so you would love the Last Shadow Puppets. Really? You will, you will. No, if Alex you love Turner,
0: them, I'm trying to marry yes. him. I keep disturbing my brother. I was like, so won't he marry yes, me? Yes, So like, you definitely
1: like the Last shadow puppies. Oh no, absolutely. I love
0: Arctic Monkeys. Yeah, absolutely. I'm obsessed with that. Absolutely. I even absolutely. I have a song coming up in the right, right. Then then you're gonna love it. You're gonna love them. Yeah, so mm, that's mm. it, yeah. Now I'm excited. Good, good, good. Okay, so For my songs of the week, I have three. Mm -hmm. And I'm back to a somewhat loose theme. And this (laughs) time, I'm talking about contemporary African female artists who are killing the game. All right? So, I don't know if you notice, Apart from, let's say, your Tiwa Savage and maybe your, you know, one or two people here and there. Mm. The African music scene is very male-dominated, you know? So, I really love it when I see... Girls, young women, you know, out there being completely themselves, making dynamic, different sounding music mm-hmm. and doing well. So I love it, and I'm here to celebrate three of them today. Right. Uh, the first one is Shekinah, and ah, we've talked Shekinah. about her here. Like, we're both, I'm, I'm a stand, <laughs> yeah, like, I stand. She's amazing. She's, she's incredible and so there's a, she has a song off her rose gold ep and it's called different mm-hmm. and it features another artist called marie chan who i'm not too familiar with but both are south african
1: Great
0: song. and um we talked about shekinah here how she was on one of the reality shows mm-hmm. and everything like that so yeah check that out different by shekinah featuring marie chan it's incredible it's, it's like a really dope slice of r&b like i don't know like, the whole album is just really, yes really good. honestly mm-hmm. honestly it's, it's, really, really it's good. she put out an amazing body of work now the second artist here is called thames and i had never heard of her actually and it seems this is her first song i saw her do it was like a, she did a live version on youtube for a radio station i think it was to promote the song mm-hmm. And it's called Mr. Rebel. And I really, really liked it. My cousin, Cici, hey girl, shout out to you. She put me on. She's like, I think you like this girl. Um, she has a really incredible, unique voice. It's kind of like, it's not really an Asha vibe, but that kind of energy, if, if you will. And I, I don't know, I feel like she's going places. if They'll give her a chance or whatever. <laughs> so, you know, Mr. Rebel by Thames. Really liked it. So check it out. And the third artist is actually Ghanaian. Her name is Enam. Mm-hmm. So Thames is Nigerian, in case I didn't mention that Yeah, The third artist now is called Enam. And I think I randomly heard this on the radio one day. I really rarely listen to the radio, actually. And I was like, hmm, who is this? So I waited to the end of the song. They were like, Enam. And I was like, never actually heard of her. But the song... I, again, it has a vibe. There's a vibe to it that I, I like. It's not your typical Afro-prop, uh, reggae-tinged. Mm, it's just different. somewhat different. Um, you know, there's just, like, kind of a cocky energy about it, which is what I appreciate. Because, right. you know, we tell women they should be demure and, uh, you know, I and yeah. She's got, you know, BDE on there. She's giving me some, you know. And, yeah, it features Lord Paper. Ooh, <laughs> but yes Enam and the song is called Mana and uh, yeah it features Lord Paper and I really hope she, I you know she puts out more stuff because I'm quite curious as to right, what, she's what she, she can do so those are the three Different by Shekinah Mr. Rebel by Thames and Mana by Enam featuring Lord Paper
1: nice I will check them out it's you really should well. you should I think you'll
0: be uh, impressed cool cool Cool. nice
1: So, thank you for that. And on to What the F. Uh, So, somewhere in Wisconsin, parents were arrested because their 15-year-old son had died. Now, what happened was the parents had been fasting for, I think, about 40 days. And on the 44th day, the child died. Are you
0: Jesus? Like, what? What?
1: The guy, that the dad had gone to the police station to report that his child had died. So the police officers, I think they came to the house and they saw the boy propped up in a chair, all emaciated and all that. Good grief. The, the doors were covered with padlocks. So I'm sure it was a sort of a, a forced right, thing. Right, so not yes. run
0: away to go find food exactly. or something.
1: And the guy now claimed to be some pastor of some of, of a ministry called Cornerstone Reformation Ministries. Turns out that he's a so, sort of self-appointed uh, uh, minister, the church is total just he, his wife and his son, Probably,
0: right? Probably
1: exactly God. And so, at the end of the day, they were, char- they were charged with child neglect causing death, and then child neglect causing harm, because I as think they had, they had another. Should. Yeah, they had another another child who was also pretty much emaciated, and the woman as well, the wife as well, she was also very like very gaunt and thin. Now, we keep coming back to the issue of people using religion to justify all sorts of things. Mm -hmm. As a parent, you're responsible for the well-being of your child. If you, as a parent, feel that you want to fast, there's nothing wrong with us. If you're religious and you want to fast, that's that's fine. But to drag your child into it for them to die at the end of Mm -hmm. it, I think it's just, just terribly, terribly cruel. You know? And, um... We've heard so many stories about folks drinking, I mean, eating grass, drinking insecticide. Hmm. You've got pastors who gossip about uh, members of their congregation when they're not there. On the pulpit. And these people call themselves um, men of God people have decided that it's okay to shift the goalpost and blame everything they do on the devil. Mm. That way they take away responsibility from themselves. Remember we talked about
0: the supernatural mm -hmm, the mm -hmm, other day. mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) So, oh, it's not me, it's the devil. And then they get away with it. And then uh, the way we are, it's like, oh, yeah, you you can't really blame him for what he did. He was possessed by the devil and the demon and all that. And generally, I have a problem. People might see it differently, but I have a problem with pastors who are constantly preaching and using the name of the devil. It's always it's the always preaching. Is always the demons, devil. The, the demons. Devil, it, the your Jesus, grandmother. De- the de- somebody in your the family. Mermaid, for the me, it's very. It's, it's it's for me. It's like you're actually you're calling out. You're, you're you're trying to call out the devil. You're trying to taunt. You know that that, that sort of thing. What happened to preaching the message of love and kindness and, and goodness and understanding, and, understanding and, 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 and tolerance
0: and forgiveness? Do you we know, really have to do that? Isn't it's that the what devil the f- or it's money? Bring you us know, your you money. Know? Give us your money so we'll be blessed.
1: And the thing is. To, when you really think about it, a lot of the pastors are really doing things like fetish priests.
0: Yes, they are. We've come right back in a circle. It's, it's terrible. And then all you, the chanting and the dancing you know, around you know, and the and the holy we, oil. That's well, how different is any of this from libation and putting white powder on your face, wearing raffia and dancing. It's the same. <laughs> and thing. we know and, and then we know
1: stories about pastors who actually go to, to these fetish, fetish priests people to, for power, for protection, and all that kind of thing. You know, so. My thing is, it's, it's a terrible situation. You cannot force, your. you shouldn't be forcing your child to fast. When they're old enough, they're adults and they decide to do so, no. But at 15, you've neglected your child. You've actually killed your child in the name of religion, saying that you're fasting. It's and then they'll have, have the nerve say, it. this is
0: what must have been God's what will. will? It, did we tell you to be a fool? How? I'm sorry. It's
1: just, it's just he terrible. He gave you
0: the instincts parental instincts, Things, the that's instincts wisdom. That to guide, to know when something is wrong with your kid and protect mm-hmm. them and you've overridden those in the interest of, of zealotism and you're going to say that that's what God he didn't, is that what he told you? It's terrible, it's terrible and that should never ever ever happen, in the name of religion
1: absolutely not, just just accept that you're a, 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 a terrible parent yes. you know, I was going to say something but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're just a terrible parent End of, end of story you know, you know. And, and that's my what the F. Let's it's, not use religion one. to cover, to cover our bodies. Some of you are just inherently evil. But then you say, oh, what's the devil? When you know deep down, you're just a terrible person. Mm-hmm.
0: You, know? you know, I read something, you know, which obviously I think we've all come to realize that, mm. that people don't read the Bible and let it guide their behavior. Mm. They just have their behavior and then search for things in the Bible that support those particular traits that yes, they, want to, yes, they yes. want to do. So whatever you are, you come and then you're like, hmm, I like women. Okay, what can I find in the Bible? Ba- Solomon had 300 wives. Is it Solomon? Which one had 300 wives or something? Oh. Or I want to, the, anything you want to do. Like I, I was telling my mom the other day, look. When you say the Bible says... The, I said the Bible says lots of things. Mm-hmm. Ra- the KKK have used the Bible Bibles to just, defend yes. um, racism. You have all the Trumpy hard rights now. All of them claim to be... in the, It's yes. all in the name of the religion, religion. You know. You can ju- use the Bible to co- to justify mass killing or whatever. Like slavery, the everything slavery, if you really wanted you. to, you could do that. But in it's the Bible, wrong. The, I mean, slavery is supposed to be a natural state for certain people. Anything you want to do, you can use the, just, the Bible to justify it. So we have to, we have have to, to apply a people. bit more on, insight let's, let's and think. analysis to it than the words are there, therefore. Da-da-da-da. There's context, honestly. Nobody can ever tell me that the Bible should be, it has to be read within context of what was happening then versus what is happening now. What, you know, anyway, let me, let me stop. Yeah, it's, it's, we got to do better. Heathen gang out here because you people will say, but really that's the thing. That's it. People are murdering their children and And saying, mm -hmm. and that's not right. And it has to be addressed. And then you say, you don't, you can't. Talk about a holy man or something. Come yeah, touch on. not my anointed. Hey, come yes. if he's doing, if he's is he really anointed? Children. Is he
1: anointed when he's raping children? Or oh, the Catholic check, the scandals and all that? And you say, Oh no. There was this pastor in about- South
0: Africa or whatever. There's a it's a big trial yes, going yes, on right yes. now. And the he m- was smirking, laughing, brazenly, giggling,
1: his wife was taunting. But the, you're the molesting
0: big... 14, 13 year what? old girls. And then
1: you tell me, touch not my anointed
0: And then they have the nerve to say that the girl is a spirit and she lured him. Are, are you mad? Honestly, I can't... And then he was trying to run away and they caught him at the airport. Airport, yeah, yeah. And came back as though he never... Same brazen... Um, um, impug- no, it It has to stop. You can't no, it's, allow it's so,
1: this. It's so worrying for me that people have totally decided to switch off their brains and then just you know, let's just follow this, this head, mental let's just Herod follow, just, sheep, let's honestly. not think, let's not think, and let's just follow, follow because the man is, is a man of God and he has to be right. Who called him a
0: man of God? He called himself. So if I just hmm. call myself Pastor Peaches now, I can just. Say whatever I want and do whatever I want, and people will defend me. That's a not. lot
1: of our failings as Africans or as a country is because of the way we've, we've, we, uh, we look at religion.
0: Yes, it is. Thank you. It's straight a up lot of, 100%. Say, oh, the, the, the,
1: the Chinese or whoever have come to look, oh, it doesn't matter. I give it to God, mm. and then we leave it, and then we let it Namibet
0: go. Tread. No God way.
1: Will. We're never going to develop like that. We've got to wake up people.
0: Come and on. And always like, oh, those people that don't have God. Isn't it the China and the Japan? and uh. the Scandinavia and whatever. The least religious countries in the world are the ones doing the best. You have we to have ask to yourself why that is. And there's no more maintaining this delusion of we have faith and then things are... No, Ghana... Who told you Ghana is great? No, it isn't. Every evil thing mm-hmm. that's happening anywhere else where you say, oh, America, look at how they're... Look at the things that are happening here. can we call ourselves Who are religious? doing them? All of uh. us are supposed to be Christians. So who is the one doing all that? Murdering Staring. and uh, mm-hmm. robbing mm-hmm. And, and, and molesting kids. Who... And stealing all the money aren't you not supposed mm-hmm. to steal so let's the not people high up in, in, yes. in political
1: spaces they call themselves but they're stealing our money then we'll
0: say national no cathedral. cathedral for what because <laughs> clearly you go there and nothing rubs off so anyway yeah, yeah this could turn into up. a whole rant because I, I just honestly don't, I just, uh, let's use our, our god is
1: love man people just hmm. let's let's not do that you this, know this I, again place. I was having
0: my mom is like very concerned about me because mm. she's like wow this is too much because <laughs> I don't water down for anyone I was like look so I was saying, you the, consider this or imagine that these people, the ones that are doing all this, who go to church every Sunday. So I was like, if this is what you're like after going to church for 20 years, what would you have been like? Listen, without the, I mean, listen people have two personas.
1: They have a Sunday persona on Sunday only and then the rest that they live on, on the on rest normal of the week. Yeah. Because what is the church doing for you?
0: Then, you go and sit there every week and how is it that nothing rubbed? What do you... I don't know. I don't get maybe, it Maybe Maybe our religious leaders also have a responsibility to
1: start not just preaching the word from the Bible, but also practical things because people don't seem to be able to apply, apply uh, mm, it to in their daily lives. lives or maybe that is the there's a sort of, a you know... I don't know. I'm, I'm like I'm. I'm tired of having to talk about this all the time. Let's use. Let's let's be nice. Even even if you're not religious, let's let's love. Let's let's not be. Oh, exactly. Tired. Your morality
0: let's... shouldn't be tied to your faith. And if it is, you're gonna fail because it's, it's, it's you shouldn't need someone to tell you that it's not good to steal from mm-hmm. others. You should know mm-hmm. it's not mine. Mm-hmm. I can't have it. I learned that when I was two years old. So I don't understand. You know.
1: God is love, people. God anyway, love.
0: and forgiveness mm-hmm. and justice mm-hmm. and and you know.
1: So that's my
0: what the F. Okay, sorry. <laughs> a slight rant. This Ugh. is a real, a serious pet peeve of mine. I can't even find. Mm. So anyway, moving on to my what the F. So, Houston officials halt plans to open the U.S.'s first sex robot brothel. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so, <laughs> there's a company called Kinky Dolls, and they're based in Toronto, and uh, they specialize in sex robot brothels. And apparently they've already had successfully opened one in Moscow. Then there's one in Barcelona. <laughs> there's one in Turin. And so they were hoping to open one in the States. Just so they're, the, glo- it- they're global, okay? They're a global <laughs> conglomerate. Hello. All right? And <laughs> the Houston mayor and, you know, the, the municipal people and just the citizenry mm. were like, hell no, we won't out. go. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, I read it, and I kind of, even though I I understood, because the minute you say sex and prostitution, people start to bristle. Mm. But then at the same time, I was like, I don't think I hate it. Mm. I don't think, in principle, I hate the idea of a sex robot brothel. Uh (laughs) Because, okay, I mean, the bottom line is... As they say, prostitution is the world's oldest profession. Ever since we've learned what sex is Mm. and what barter or money is, Mm. people have been paying others to have sex, sex, you know. And on paper, technically speaking, Mm -hmm. I also don't necessarily see anything wrong with two adults, Mm -hmm. both consensually deciding that this is what we're going to do we agree on a price we agree on it and I'm like okay you give me money and I'll give you sex because that's what I need and that's what you need Mm. on paper I feel like there's nothing wrong with that the issue however comes up with the fact that most people who do find themselves engaged in prostitution cannot truly be said to be willingly Mm -hmm, there, mm. right? Typically something has happened Happened, in their life whether you they had to run away Mm. or a lot of them are the victims of some sort of trauma or something like that or, you know, something really, I mean, just generally, something went wrong which kind of forced them into that situation. So whilst, yes, you you know, they they're their own bosses, quote unquote, really there's an undercurrent of just gnarliness and darkness Mm -hmm. to that general that profession generally Now, of course aside from that we have the attitudes to what once you know someone is a sex worker every people consider them dirty and you know disgusting and they're marginalized they're maltreated they can't even report crimes and abuses because people think prostitutes cannot be raped you know Mm -hmm, which mm -hmm. that is absolutely incorrect If she doesn't consent consent to whatever is going on, even if that is her job, if I sell bread and come and take the bread, didn't you steal it? I mean, I don't understand how. But yeah, people were like, oh, well, if she's in that, yeah, 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 what what mm does she expect and kind of thing. And that's not, again, people are really nasty. But so I was saying, okay, but with so with all that in mind, Mm -hmm. wouldn't I rather prefer some machine to do that work so women don't have, have to. to
1: okay okay you, yeah, you know
0: that mm. and, and that will protect them from you know diseases abuse all the all the occupational hazards that right. come along with doing sex work right. now you know I'm not trying to generalize and say there aren't some women who truly just love sex mm. and want to get paid for doing what they love mm-hmm. you know but on the whole and then maybe somebody will come and say you know like the industrial revolution <laughs> where <laughs> machines took people's jobs no, and yeah. then they ended up You know, but I feel like... (laughs) I don't know. Like, I'm just not inherently opposed to the oh. idea of a, a robot sex brothel. So I'm not sure what people's motivations for being so against it are when oh. you think about it. I don't know.
1: So that's, that's, is this somebody, there's a, a human person who manages the brothel or what? And then they... Yeah, but
0: then they have, very, like, sex dolls. So okay. then you go and... And then pick a doll. Yeah, you then... pick the one you want. And mm-hmm. they were like, some of these ones are really so advanced. It's not, right. you know, the ones you blow up with a pump and then the rubber. No. <laughs> No. these are, some of them have, they can say basic phrases, right. they have functional mouths and tongues, okay. although that's one of them, he said that some of the dolls are heated down there, so, you know, <laughs> oh, wow. so they're L- extremely li- life-like. lifelike, yeah, mm-hmm. and you know, so, I don't know, so yeah, there is an overall manager, I suppose they have to clean, oh God, I suppose they have to clean them, and yeah. all that, sterilize, yes, Um but, uh,
1: <laughs> I don't know.
0: so yeah I mean I don't know I would prefer a a robot brothel to a human brothel I think Mm. I think You know, there's no sex trafficked child in there or something. You yeah, know what I mean? it's, it's just, just just a robot. Machines until the point where we start to debate whether machines have feelings. Feelings or not. That yeah, is, then, I think a like bit that. far down mm-hmm. the line because AI hasn't gotten there. Mm. But for now, it really is just like a car. You sit in it and make it go places. You know. Yes. Yeah, so I don't pretty, know, pretty but convenient. people apparently are really against the idea. Maybe they don't want that
1: just in their neighborhood or something. They just Maybe. don't want it. Or
0: people think it will encourage. Certain, but again, mm. that is you living in a state of denial that these things are going on.
1: Some of you are going to prostitutes already, so
0: okay, shade, but no shade. Low key, <laughs> some of you are already <laughs> prostitutes, you just don't call yourself that. Hmm. But we'll leave that one for today. Yep, transactional sex, we'll leave that <laughs> one alone. <laughs> mm, we'll leave it not today not today not but today. yes so that's my what the F and I'd actually like to hear back from you guys mm. are you opposed to the idea of a robot brothel or nah and, and if-
1: remember it, it always takes to it's 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 it's, it's, it's it's a lot, of the, a lot of the time you get people shaming the woman but it's always, it's always two, it always exactly. takes two please yes. remember it's the woman and it takes the man so it's always a two way thing you know you can't say oh shame the woman if, Ooh, if, so if it was, she the, the demand wasn't from. there exactly. yes, it wasn't there it wouldn't be happening so you know
0: just keep that so anyway yeah let mind. me know let me know what you guys think and that's my what the f this Yeah.
1: so on to 2P. My 2P today is get out or work it out. Mm. So a few weeks ago I saw a Humans of New York Post where one woman was she was talking about her marriage having broken down and Ah
0: that was um, the one from Ghana actually. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm.
1: And uh what she wanted to leave and she's gotten she had gotten so much slack about uh people telling her that she needed to suck it up, the church telling her that she was gonna to go to hell. <laughs> And she needed to think about the kids and an unhappy marriage was better than being alone. For me Shade. that is I'm just like, oh now
0: we there, what are we? You know <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's crazy, it's crazy. So my two persons today is that first of all, in whatever situation you find yourself in, for the sake of your mental and mm. emotional health and your the sake of your general well being you either work it out or you get, get out. out. I now, like it. romantic relationships, unfortunately, may not always work the way you want to. And you might be in a relationship, you may end up breaking up, or if you've been married, you may end up getting divorced. And if you think you can salvage your relationship, well, amazing. But if you know your, Im- your relationship is draining you emotionally, or you're constantly anxious or just unfulfilled, it's time to let go mm-hmm. people. Like I said, love is never enough
0: to sustain a relationship. And if it hurts, is it love? If you've ever been in a job, (laughs) if you've
1: ever been in a job, you absolutely dreaded going to every morning. It's just because you're unhappy. Maybe it's time to take a second look and say, you know what, maybe I should leave this job. Mm-hmm. And in this economic climate, I mean, here in Ghana, it's difficult to get a job. So you might be thinking, of, well, maybe it's better for me to have a job than have nothing at all. But then you've got to think about yourself, your emotional well-being, your mental state of mind. You know, is this really something I can keep doing? Or is it going to kill me? Is the stress and anxiety is it going to kill me? If you can't, if you feel like oh this is too much, maybe you should start looking for something else to do, something mm-hmm. that will keep you fulfilled, you know. Because I've had a work colleague who used to break out in hives because she hated her job that hmm. much. When she quit all the hives like disappeared. When. Yeah. You know. The emotional leeches we have as friends, mm. you know, the kind the kind of people that bring you they come with their negative aura and then they, they, they engulf you, they suck you, they suck your soul. <laughs> If you can save these kind of relationships, you feel like there's something worth salvaging, fine. But if you can't, it's time to let go. It's not everybody who's meant to go with you all the way. At some mm-hmm. point, you know, you people will drop by the side and, and not everybody's meant to be your friend forever, you know. And that is my two passwords. You That's either great. work it out
0: or you, you get, get out. out. <laughs> I love it. Thank you, Eddie. Yeah. All mm-hmm. right. So my two passwords kind of, there are some elements in what Eddie just said that resonate there, especially in terms of job and mm. being unhappy mm-hmm. in your workplace. So, my two Peswas this week is about finding your Ikigai. Mm. Oh. Now, this, when I read it, it resonated with me so deeply because I realized that I had been trying to find my Ikigai my entire life before I even knew how to articulate it. Mm-hmm and so i just it connected with me so deeply and i think you'll you'll recognize some things in here as well and some takeaways now ikigai is a japanese concept and yes. the word translates loosely to reason for being, being yes, yeah. yes yes so and what it is it's it's a it's a lifestyle that tr- strives to find a perfect balance between the practical mm-hmm and the spiritual. Now not necessarily religious spirit, mm-hmm. but just, you know, that part of you, your soul or your heart or whatever. Right. You know, and so it's really about finding a joy in life, finding a sense of fulfillment, finding a perf- purpose mm-hmm. and finding a balance. Now there are four elements that contribute to your ikigai, right? There are four factors that have to overlap for you to have reached your ikigai. Mm-hmm. Now, the first factor, and these are represented as as Venn diagrams, as right. circles on a Venn diagram. But the first one is what you love. Okay, so th- this is your personal your personal joys in life. Like for some people, that's music. Mm-hmm. For some people, that's art. Mm-hmm. You know, for some people, people that's you know design. Whatever, whatever you love to do. Mm-hmm. The second one is what you're good at. So this is where the subtle distinctions come to be, right? For example, you can be very good at accounting. Mm-hmm. But I haven't met too many people <laughs> that say they love, love. Mm. you know what I mean, That mm. is something they love. So right. what, you're, what you love and what you're good at may not necessarily be the same things, okay? So you can be good at math or English or, you know, architecture, things like that. Then you have what you can be paid for. Right. Because you might be good at, I don't know, uh, balloon and well, people get paid to make balloon (laughs) animals these Mm -hmm. days. So but what I'm saying is that maybe you have a skill, something that you're really, really good at, but it's extremely obscure and no one wants to pay you Mm -hmm. for it, Mm -hmm. you know, and maybe it's something you love doing. But again, no one wants to pay you to do that thing. Right. Right. So there's, again, a distinction to be made here between. You know, what you're good at and what you can be paid for, mm-hmm. or what you love and what you can be paid for. Then mm-hmm. the fourth one, which I think was very profound, is what the world needs. Okay? Mm. So all your personal preferences or your things that you can find to do in life mm-hmm. may not be when you sit down and assess. What does the world need right now? Do we need another bakery? Right. Probably not. <laughs> Maybe what we need. And, and so this one has come to really embody social and environmental causes. Okay. Right? So these are the four factors that are necessary that are important to be aware of mm-hmm. in order for you to find your ikigai. Now, I think you're starting to see how and why people most people will never actually find their ikigai mm-hmm. because it's actually extremely difficult to get all, all these mm-hmm. four things mm-hmm. to, to get, overlap yeah. yes, okay
1: yes yes
0: so for example and so they gave a description of certain things that in fact do somewhat commonly overlap for example when you combine what you love with what you're good at that is a passion mm-hmm. then you found your passion okay so i love art Mm -hmm. and i'm very good at painting Mm -hmm. so therefore i'm a painter right notice now that it's actually a lot more rarer to be able to get paid for that that.
1: Mm -hmm. so you can be
0: what they call the starving artist right Mm -hmm. it's like Mm -hmm. you're this amazing person you do the or like an actress you love acting you're good at it but people don't want to pay you Mm -hmm. and these you know bottom barrel plays and people Mm. are telling you find a quote-unquote real job job. Mm -hmm. you get it right Mm -hmm. so that's one what you love with what you're good at is a passion second one what you're good at and what you can be paid for and this is very common now Mm -hmm. is a profession I'm good with numbers, I can be paid to work as an accountant, so I'm an accountant, that is my profession. Mm-hmm. It might not even be what I love
1: right, but I'm good at, at all, it. So, but
0: I'm okay. good at it, and people are willing to pay for people to come and run numbers, mm-hmm. so there I have a profession. And I okay. think this is where a lot of people are stuck now. Yeah. In their professions, just like you said, your person who goes to work. Mm. She hates it so much mm-hmm. that she, it makes her ill, yeah. but she's good at it. So. And people are willing to pay for it. And it's extremely hard to say you're leaving that behind mm-hmm. to go and pursue the other elements. Yep. Because nobody's going to understand that because money has come to rule everything we do. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why are you even leaving? What is your reason? Mm, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: So then another one is when you have... What, when you combine what you can be paid for with what the world needs, mm-hmm. that is a vocation. Right. So that's why you have something like, um, if you're a, a baker, mm-hmm. or, you, or you provide practical services. People need food, you mm-hmm. cook, mm-hmm. you know, that is a vocation. Or you sew and things like that, or you're environmental environmental conser- conservationist, mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Then you have a vocation. And then when you combine what the world needs with what you love, then you have a mission. Right. I love animals. Mm. People need to save the whales and the bears. <laughs> so therefore, I'm out doing that, mm. you know. Right. So these are just, you know, so you have certain things that overlap somewhat commonly. Right. But in again, in each of them, there are at least one or two elements that are lacking. Right. And so you will never feel completely fulfilled Fulfilled, so he they even said when you have a passion that is what you love and what you're good at Mm -hmm. you can still feel a sense of emptiness because you feel like you are not well one you'd be broke Mm -hmm. because you might not be Mm -hmm. getting paid Mm -hmm. so that will bother you and two you're like you can always ask yourself how important in the grand scale of things are these paintings i'm making when children are somewhere Mm starving? do you get what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so your icky guy is that beautiful amazing wonderful spot where all the four elements, the things you're good at the things you actually love doing mm-hmm. something you can actually be paid to do and something that the world needs mm-hmm. overlap and you will find true joy and true fulfillment there. So my two passwords today is try and find your ikigai I'm to
1: do that. Actually. If you
0: can't get all four <laughs> and if you're stuck at one or two, strive for at least three. Mm-hmm. If you find something you're good at, find something that you can be paid for Make sure it's something you love as well. Mm. You know, I think for a lot of us, that's as as close to the perfection as we're going to get. But I think even just that one additional element will make you feel a lot more happy inside, a lot more joyous, a lot more fulfilled, a lot more willing to get up in the morning. And I think that's what I've been doing. Mm. I've been, you know blessed academically or whatever. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> what I'm good at has never been the issue, mm. you see. And there's been a tendency for people to be like, okay, you're good at this. It mm. pays a lot. Why don't you do it? In my case, it was law school. Mm. It's still an ongoing debate. If my parents hear this, I probably, <laughs> they're like, go to law school. Go to law school. You are talk well. Blah, 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 blah. Mm. But that is, was always missing to me what I, lo- the aspect of what I love mm. And also, what the world needs. We don't need any more lawyers. My goodness. Ghana alone. Everybody's mm. a lawyer. Some of them are English teachers now. Mm. The, the world is saturated with lawyers. Half of them are doing more harm than good anyway. Oh. Getting criminals off. That's all they do. <laughs> so, you know, it, and I, I know what that emptiness feels like already. Right. You know, I was working in banking. Mm. I was great at it. You know, it paid. Mm. But I, I didn't like it. I, I truly didn't like it. And I was like, No. I felt the emptiness and mm -hmm. I didn't know that there was a word for it, that there was a, there was a, you know, a path that I should have been on. And to me, even this podcast is Mm. me trying to find my Ikigai Mm -hmm. because it makes me, it's what I love. Yeah. I love it. I think I'm okay at it. Oh, you know, you're great at it. (laughs) Um, I'm going to pretend the world needs this. (laughs) Obviously. I'm going to (laughs) pretend. And uh, we're still working on getting paid for it, but small, small. You yeah, know. We'll get there. We'll get there. But we'll anyway, um, yeah. Just to summarize, because I've talked a lot, please try and find your Ikigai. Ikiga, guy. Yeah. I love it. It's never too late to start. Start today. Mm-hmm and you're going to feel uh, the rest of your life is going to be much more Fulfilled, joyous yes yep. absolutely. so that's it oh, I love day. it
1: thank you beautiful beautiful
0: all right <laughs> shout
1: out shout out to that. my shout out is to Wayne I think you're burying your dad uh... In a few weeks or so, and I know yeah. you've gone through a lot. Like uh, sometimes we sit here and say, "Ah, oh, my life is so terrible." But the things people have gone through. Mm. So this is a shout out to you, wishing you love and light and all the good things from sending from, from, you energy, yeah. Wayne. Exactly, so. positivity, mm-hmm, 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 all the good stuff.
0: <laughs> okay, so I have two shout outs as well, mm-hmm. or oh, no, three. Yeah, one goes to Isafun. Uh, Senam mm. on Twitter aka yes. Laser. Laser hey Charlie <laughs> I see you girl like I see you that's awesome. all I'm gonna say yep, thank yep. you for everything
1: you're amazing um,
0: mm-hmm. also to my other cousin Elson my my two pesos marketing team by force <laughs> <laughs> you've probably heard of Pakwisi and then Sissi shout outs to yeah, all hey, y'all guys. thank you so much <laughs> for everything you've done mm-hmm. and then I we'd like to shout out Amethyst Oh yeah, she wrote a beautiful a lovely, review on on WordPress, a yes. little article about us. So Absolutely. thank you, Amethyst. Thank and you actually, so much. Thank you to. Um, what's um, her name? She put out the. She wrote Malaka. about us. Malacca Grant. Malaka. Yeah, she wrote about us first Absolutely and that's yes. how Amethyst heard about the found out about the podcast. And then she wrote about it. So thank you so yes. much. That's Malaka. Shout that's out That's how me. people find us when you guys share and show mm. love. And so we appreciate that immensely. And I think shout outs to literally everyone Everybody. for tolerating patient. us yes. these three yes. dramatic oh, problematic so filled weeks mm. and we're back again. Hopefully we'll be smooth sailing into Christmas. Yes. So we love you and mm. we'll see you next. We'll hear from us Yes, next, next week. week. All Bye. right. Bye.
1: If you enjoyed the episode and you're listening to us on any of our platforms, please give us a thumbs up. Remember to subscribe and we'd also love for you to share this episode with your friends. Let's continue the conversation. We'd like to hear your feedback. Information on how to reach us on our website can be found in the description.